Hello, I'm Katherine Stanley, Chair of the Organizational and Leadership Psychology Department at William James College. We are educating organizational psychology professionals to assist leaders and their companies in meeting their goals while creating thriving and vibrant internal workplace cultures. Our graduates work in for-profits and not-for-profits in all industries, from large and boutique consulting firms to military and government. For those of you who are new to our podcast series, Leadership Hacks, it will air once a month to examine timely topics and current events through the lens of organizational and leadership psychology. By sharing the psychology that influences individuals, teams, and whole systems, we endeavor to help you shift your thinking and see the world in a new way. With this new perspective, you can discover innovative approaches to solving the complex problems all business professionals face. We hope the insights offered by our experts are helpful to you as you tune in. Nonprofit leaders and their organizations have a bottom line that is different from corporations. As well as being fiscally responsible, the nonprofit bottom line is to enrich the lives of the communities and individuals they serve who are typically in need of help, and the stakes for many may be high in terms of quality of life. A key challenge for any leader is how to navigate the unwritten rules of organizational life, but also of the community, of collaboration, of how to do business in that area to be successful. I'm very happy today to have Dr. Tuesday Cooper here uh, to share with us some key elements that nonprofit leaders need to know. Dr. Cooper has been working with leaders to build their skills for 15 years. Many of the leaders she has trained have gone on to either create or lead um, successful small nonprofit community-based and social innovator organizations. Dr. Cooper is also joining William James College as the director of our leading nonprofits and non-governmental organizations uh, area of emphasis in our leadership psychology doctoral degree program. Uh, Tuesday, it's so great that you could come in today and be on Leadership Hacks. Thank uh, you for having me. Yeah. So Tuesday, tell me a little bit about your work with nonprofit leaders. Well, I have a little bit of an eclectic background. I, can, I think I can say that. Um, but mo- more recently, I've been working with nonprofit leaders of um, community-based organizations in the city of Hartford. Uh, mostly with their middle managers, and then um, after completing the program, they usually move up into uh, leadership positions, but both with nonprofit community-based organizations and also with middle managers within the city of um, Hartford for the Department of Family, uh, Children's Youth, and Recreation. Yeah, and your program was so successful, you had to expand it. We did have to expand it and have a second cohort of only um, folks who worked for the city of Hartford. And it ran successfully for about three or four years. So we would cycle in different groups of between about 15 to 20 middle managers per group uh, fall and spring. Nice. Yes. And what were some of your favorite parts of teaching that? One of the things that I really enjoyed about teaching uh, both groups um, was the leadership philosophies that they needed to develop because one of the things that I firmly believe is that leaders really need to know who they are and how they're going to respond in situations before they need to do it. So the leadership philosophy uh, enabled them to sort of develop not just their style but to recognize their frame of thinking um, and what their thoughts were about leadership again so that if they were challenged or if they were put in a position where they needed to um, navigate a situation they would already know how they were going to proceed. Nice and now you're bringing some of that to the 
the area of emphasis for our students. I'm so excited about I that. Am. <laughs> so am I. So am I. Yay. Um, so, so in terms of this, like, what are some of the unique challenges that leaders of nonprofits face? Well, uh, first of all, um, th- I think there's this misnomer that nonprofit organizations can't make money. They can, but the reason why you know they're considered nonprofits, particularly in the United States, is because there are IRS regulations that require that they follow certain rules. Um, but there's this perception that um, nonprofits need to have folks in leadership who are okay with not making a lot of money, who are okay with running organizations on a very bare bone um, budget. Um, And oftentimes there is the idea that folks who work in nonprofit um, are there maybe because they're committed, maybe because they can't get a job someplace else. And and I think that that's a you know it's a it's a very negative perception and it's wrong. Um, the majority of people who work for nonprofit organizations do it because they love the work and because they love the communities that they're in and because they love working with people. So I do think that there is a misnomer about uh, what it's like to work and lead, you know, yeah. in, in a nonprofit. I think the other thing too is that a lot of nonprofits rely on funding that is raised from the community. So they mm. rely on philanthropic organizations, but they rely a lot on fundraising. And in, in this tough you know, economic times, uh, people don't really have a whole lot of money to give. So right. how are you going to um, let folks know about your organization and the work that you do, and how are you gonna raise funds so that you can continu- continue to do your good work? Um, and that's a whole other skill set. Oh, too. that is an entirely you know, so different skill set. You're passionate about the cause, but now you have to learn to be a fundraiser. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. It is tough because yeah. there's a certain skill set, you know, yeah. required for raising funds. Um, but it's really about managing people and knowing people and know what their interests are and getting them to be interested in what you're interested in. Yeah. But that's a whole other. We'll talk about that in <laughs> one of the courses um, for the track. Um, I think the other challenge for leaders is, you know, trying to be everything to everybody. Mm. In for-profit, it's a little different because the money is the bottom line. So as long as you're producing uh, revenue and you're making a profit for people, society will tend to overlook a lot of things that you may do or may not do. In nonprofits, it's a little different, right? If you're not, if you're considered not fiscally responsible or if, you know, there are other needs in the community that you may not be able to meet because it's not in your wheelhouse, folks are like, okay, well, you're not serving our needs, therefore we're going to, uh, you know, uh, support another nonprofit. Mm. But the reality is no one organization can do everything for everyone on every issue. It's just not possible or even practical. So I think leaders need to understand that it's okay to have a specialty, right? Yeah. It's okay to have a community with whom you work. You can't help um, everybody. You can't. Yeah. You can't. Which is tough because if you're drawn to helping people in general, you yes. want to help. <laughs> yes. Yes. So, but part yeah. of being a leader of a nonprofit is also understanding how you can network and collaborate with other agencies so that we can help, right. you know, folks, the, the whole person yeah. and the whole family and the whole community. So I think that's, that's also important. traditionally a difference between, I mean, now there's a lot of open source and high tech, for example, sure. so they're collaborating, but traditionally it's like, keep our secrets. We're not going right. to collaborate across another corporate right. entity to help you make money. Right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah. That's a big difference mm-hmm. in terms of the bigger web to develop to 
support people in need. It is. Um, yeah. Especially we have so much need today with the refugee crisis and on and on and on. Absolutely. Um, okay, so that's so interesting. So what is the headset then, knowing that this is the landscape, mm-hmm. of a successful leader who can navigate these challenges? Well, uh, it's interesting. I think that, you know, the leader of a nonprofit needs to be very clear about who they are as an individual. Um, and they have to know that first and foremost, I think, before they even get into this game, because they are going to be challenged. And I'm using the pronoun they to mean, you know, him or her or, or um, anyone else on the binary. But they really have to be clear about what their strengths So what their strengths and weaknesses are, what their values are, um, what their character is, so that they can walk into a situation and know how they're going to lead, from what perspective they're going to lead, before they're even put into the challenge or the dynamic of having to do so. Um, I think that's really important. I think the other thing that's very important is they need to, a leader needs to know who they can rely on um, to give them good information, to give them great feedback. Um, and I always say a good leader needs to have someone who they're going to listen to yeah. without question. Um, because oftentimes leaders find themselves in situations where they don't know where to turn, they don't know who to trust, just because everybody's trying to get something, right? So if you have that one person in your corner, those two people in your corner, who will say to you, I think you need to you know, have a, more of an open mind, or I think maybe you shouldn't say that. Yeah. Um, or perhaps you may need to, if you're gonna meet with this individual, maybe you need to have somebody in the room with you when you're meeting. Just someone in their corner who they know and can trust. Yeah. Um, that's just, I think, of utmost importance, particularly in this in this day and time. Yeah, and it's a different kind of headset to have a group of people around you like that. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Because when we talk about things like power dynamics, you know, oftentimes uh, leaders of nonprofits may be seen as um, less than maybe yeah. um, leaders of for-profit institutions, but the reality is they're just different, right? Yeah. So having a group of people around you can support you and support the work that you do and support the community that you're in um, is just as important uh, for a nonprofit leader as it is for a for-profit one. Yeah, yeah. and you, you talked about like the unwritten hidden rules yes and i think that there's there, those exist in any human system right mm-hmm. any organization Absolutely. but there are some particular ones for nonprofits that you've had experience sure kind of helping them navigate these leaders sure so you know one of i think the unwritten rules is making sure that you understand who the players are in any particular community mm-hmm. so we're talking about the community in which um the folks live who you serve right, right? your catchment area so to speak Um, Who's the unofficial leader of the community? Mm. It may not be the person who's the elected official, right? right? It could be the folks who live in this house on this block who have been there for 40 years. So if you want to be successful, you may need to go through this family, right? You may need to be given the blessings or the, you know, okay from, from this family. Um, and I think a lot of times, particularly when you have folks who are leaders who come from the outside of a community, they don't always know that. They don't mm-hmm. always know who to go to. Um, I think, you know, one of the un- unwritten rules is that you definitely need to be politically savvy. Um, and you need to understand the cycle of 
any political system and how it works in that particular community, city, state, town, etc. Um, because that can affect your funding. It can affect um, the cycle of the workers that you have coming in. Mm-hmm. It could affect the cycle of how people in the community participate right. in any activities or volunteer opportunities that you have. So you need to understand that as well. A big one that we're definitely going to cover in um, the leading nonprofits and NGO uh, course is knowing the difference between partnerships and collaborations Mm. and how people define those because everybody defines those things differently. Um, You know, how have they historically been defined in the community or in the nonprofit that you're leading if it's not one that you've started? Uh, So, you know, we have the textbook definition, but then we have the operational definitions of those as well. And if you walk into a situation in which you have two organizations or three organizations collaborating or forming a partnership and everybody's not on the same page with what those things mean, um, it can be detrimental to the work that you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, this is great. Um, it's funny because you're reminding me of like some things we teach anyway around contracting. Yes. But I can see too that in the nonprofit and NGO realm, the language around that is its own language. Yes. And these key considerations. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot to be learned from this, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. So I'm so delighted that you're going to join us to lead this area of emphasis for the leadership side you students who are we already have a bunch who are leading already nonprofits, Great. right? And mm-hmm. to get some training from people who have really broken it down, um, mm-hmm. you know, between you and uh, Trish Tarullo yeah. is such a, a wonderful gift to us here at the school. So thank you so much for being interviewed today. Thank you and, for having uh, me. Yeah, thanks so much. Take care. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this month's podcast. We hope you enjoyed it and you found it interesting. To listen to future editions, please subscribe to our SoundCloud and iTunes channels. To find out our next topic, follow us on Twitter at WilliamJamesEDU or visit the Organizational and Leadership Psychology main page at William James College.